You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Triple Whale. I'm your host, Val Geisler. Welcome back to E-Commerce Marketing School, everybody. We have an action-packed Black Friday, Cyber Monday, BFCM season for you. Uh, This is coming hot off the heels of summer school, where you kind of got all your ducks in order and all those other sayings about organization. And now we're going to talk about the... Uh, the Super Bowl of e-commerce, the biggest event of the year, which is for most brands, funny, I will say not for the brand I work for, but for most e-commerce brands, BFCM is like the pinnacle, the lots of brands are making most of their revenue in Q4 for BFCM. And today we are joined by our guest professor, Lauren from Privy. I'm so excited to talk to Lauren today. You guys are in for a treat because one of the, I think, kind of, oh, I hate the term low-hanging fruit, but I do, it is. It's like the easy wins that set you up for success in BFCM is building your email list. And it's one of those overlooked things. Everyone's always looking at their ads and you know thinking about their product line and their bundles and those things matter too. But if you start building your list, do it now. We're, you know, we're just on the cusp of fall here. You've got some time and there are some really meaningful ways that you can build your email list now so that they are an engaged audience. They understand your brand. They are ready to buy. We all know it takes a little bit of time for most people to warm up to buy from you. So warm them up now so that when BFCM hits, they are ready to go. And Lauren's going to share some some ways you can do that. So Lauren, welcome to e-commerce marketing school. You're usually on the other side I know. on our producing side. And now you're here. I know. So exciting. I mean, it's been amazing to listen to all the guests that you have on the on every single episode. I feel like I'm constantly like furiously taking notes as you're recording. So it's it's been incredible to have you as the host. Um, excited to be here today. Amazing. I am so, so glad that you're here because you have this wealth of knowledge about list building. And oh, we were actually just talking before hitting record that the depth of knowledge in uh, the notes that you shared with me is like, you got to put it together into some kind of <laughs> download or blog post or something. But uh, for our listeners today, we've we have like 15 minutes to dive into as much of this content as we can. And you guys, Lauren gave me I don't know, how many pages is this? Uh, 15, 15 pages of notes on how you can grow your email list. So let's do it. Let's talk about it. Cool. A lot of screenshots in there. So don't get too excited. But the first thing obviously is is pop ups. And recently, I was reading a newsletter that I'm subscribed to. And something stuck out to me that I just like have not been able to get out of my head. And it's really about this idea that like, you should be thinking about what value your subscribers are getting by being part of your list. So how can you make being part of your email and SMS list even more compelling for them? And he actually shared an example. Like the first example is subscribe to this newsletter, stay up to date on all the latest news, blah, blah, blah. And then that turned into stop killing your plants, sign up to our free houseplant parenting course and receive 10 bite-sized lessons. Like which one are you going to subscribe to? You know? Yeah. (laughs) So just think about that as your, like your offer matters, your copy matters, all of those things matter in your pop-ups and like obviously you should be having pop-ups on your site all year, but this is the time of year to really like double down. So it's September, you have a few months to, to really like get your list in an amazing spot for BFCM. 
And a really great way to encourage people to get on your list is to tease your offers early. So another reason to really lock in your offer sooner rather than later. Um, so like last year, Majuri had a pop-up that was like, this is our only sale all year long. It's 20% off everything. And like, you can start running this stuff in September, right? You can say like, our biggest sale of the year is, if that's the incentive that you're giving people to be on your list, like tease that, the sooner the better. I've definitely seen brands do that where they will even get ahead of Black Friday and say like, hey, we are not doing Black Friday deals. This is it. If you're going to buy from us now, like this is the deal. This is, we're not going to be in your inbox clogging things up when everyone else is, uh, we're going to do the the deals now. So either get in now or don't because we like literally are not. And then they hold to that because I think there's so many brands that are like last chance for 40% off and then extended. And then you see a week later in your inbox, 40% off expiring. It's like, no, it was <laughs> our last chance two weeks ago. So, I, you know, you have to hold true to those those statements or you start to lose trust with your your audience. But those early deals really do make a difference. Totally. And yeah, we know how you feel about um, fake like extensions of, of sales and stuff like that. Like that is not a great way to, to build trust. Like you said, that's going to immediately turn people off. So definitely keep that in mind. Yeah, we don't believe you. Right. I think, you know, what you said about the subscribe to the newsletter turning into stop killing your plants is it really speaks to like what our guests said all summer long, which was know your audience and the problems that they're trying to solve. So no one's trying to solve being subscribed to a newsletter or not. Like that's not an issue that people are coming to your site to look for. They are, if in this case, they're coming to their plant care site because they feel like they kill the easy to keep alive plants. Like they're they're struggling and they want to have something other than fake plants in their house. And so they want to learn from you. And that's the call to action is stop killing your plants. So much more compelling than si- subscribe to the newsletter. Also, it makes it about the subscriber, the potential customer, instead of about you as a brand. Subscribe to the newsletter is about the brand. That's about me and my my email list and the how many subscribers I have. Stop killing your plants. That's about the customer. That's like the problem that they have. It's it's your the word your is in there. Like little things make a huge difference. They really do. And such a good point. Like wherever you can make it about your customer, it should never ever be about you. It's always about them. What do what do we think about pop ups these days? Like uh, you know, there's sliders and there's pop like regular pop ups and there's exit intent and do are people tired of pop ups? Like, are there are there good ways to do pop ups and bad ways to do them? I mean, definitely, right? Like a terrible way to like immediately turn someone off from your pop up is to have a 100 different things flying at people at once. So like your pop up, your chat, like you really need to be testing this stuff in incognito, however you test that to make sure that you're not overwhelming people with too many things at once, because no one's ever like, they're not going to chat you, they're not going to sign up for your list or whatever the whatever you're offering them, if you're overwhelming them with with stuff. So another really good way to really like lean into intent. So obviously, pop ups usually will just show automatically like you're on someone's site for 10 seconds or whatever it is, whatever that like time frame is for you. But a tab actually lets the site visitor trigger the pop up on their own, right? So like you can have like a little piece of copy in there. So like for in the example that we've been using, it could be something like stop killing your plants and like you click on that and the pop up triggers, right? So people are actually showing intent when they click that. And oftentimes, like you don't know the brand before you're served a pop up. So you're not going to subscribe to their list or get $20 off your first order if you don't even know what they sell. So 
a tab really allows people to like get to know your brand before they subscribe. So would definitely recommend you can have your pop-ups trigger automatically and have a tab or just do a tab. Tab tab is like the little uh, like slides out on the bottom or the side of a screen and has just a little bit of microcopy on there that's yes. just enough to like get catch their attention and then they click it and it gives the whole opt-in form. Yep, that's exactly right. Okay, what else? You've got that we're on page two. So let's let's keep going. <laughs> um, early access. So as BFCM creeps closer, a really great way to tease your offer is what are you going to do come BFCM? And we talked about this a little bit in the in the pop-up section of this, but like the more specific you can get here, the better. So like how much sooner are your subscribers going to get access? What about SMS? Like how does that fit into this? Are they getting access even sooner? Again, you have to actually deliver on these promises. You can't just say it to get to get more subscribers and then not actually do the thing that you promised. But you can also use things like countdown timers to enforce a deadline to get early access. Like as it gets much closer, you can be like, okay, you have two more days to get early access or to be on the list to get early access. Um, and there's a brand called Ring Concierge that does a really good job with this. So they're constantly pushing like email and SMS signups on social and then teasing early access to new launches, upcoming discounts, all of that to get their followers to convert. Okay. Early access for like certain segments of customers. You don't want to do early access to everyone because then that feels kind of obvious, right? Or like, do people actually notice those things? Like, oh, I'm I mean, everyone, maybe it's every email subscriber gets early access and then they get like, I, I follow this um, jewelry brand where I get emails and there's a uh, a password in the email. So like you have 24 hours before the sale opens to like the general public who just happens to land on our website, um, but you need a password to access the sale. So it feels a little bit really exclusive, right? I so, love that. That's really Yeah. Smart. So it's not... It's not like true, like uh, early access is on the website for anyone who happens to come across it, but it's very special just for subscribers. Totally. Because often like if you're running a promo or any type of offer for BFCM, like that's going to be on your homepage, right? So like if if anyone can land on your website and take advantage of that offer, like people are going to know that that's not real. But if you are giving people a, something like a password, like that feels really exclusive. So I think like anything you can do like that to, to make it feel exclusive. And it shouldn't be that you're like, if you're sending a text to your SMS subscribers with like, hey, you're getting 48 hours early access to this thing. Like it's a, an exclusive code. And again, that's not something that you're sharing on social. It's not something that's on your, your like homepage of your website like really deliver on that promise to people. I got an SMS yesterday from OXB. They said they're having a secret flash sale, but only for the first 100 people who see this. The first 100 people to use the code blah, blah, blah at checkout will get 25% off their order. Better shop fast. This code is going to go quick. So kind of like when people used to post the um, like Starbucks gift cards on Twitter and be like, go grab yourself a Starbucks and whoever uses it first, it's gone. Similar, you can you can set up codes to only let hundred customers use them. And I think I thought that was really cool. Uh, and I haven't seen that before where it's like the first X number of people get it and 
if you missed it, too bad. Right. No, I love that. That is so, so smart. Creates a sense of urgency and also some FOMO where now I am going to definitely like save them in my phone and check. uh, Like I'm going to see their messages. I'm going to make sure I get their notifications because I don't want to miss those big discounts. Yeah, exactly. And like that's you getting real value from being part of their list. You're like, wow, I feel like I'm getting special, special access to things that other people aren't. So kudos on that one. That's so freaking smart. What else? You said giveaways. Let's talk about those. Yeah. So obviously like getting in front of other like-minded brands audiences is a, a great way to grow your list. Like I'd love your thoughts on, you know, like what what's the quality of these leads that you're getting? Like when you're, because they're not showing intent, they want to win whatever it is. Right. But I saw one from, again, this jewelry brand and they they were, it was with a skincare brand. So different, but obviously like people who are buying jewelry are also likely using skincare, right? They both have a ton of followers. Yeah. I think giveaways are interesting. The important piece is that the brands you partner with, that you really work together on what the overall customer experience is of the giveaway. So if you're just like, hey, let's just, you know, send some cross promotional emails do this giveaway together, and you don't really work with that brand to talk through the customer experience, it can really fall short for both of you and for your customers. So I think it, like if you so the you're the jewelry brand, you're talking to the skincare brand, you decide to do this giveaway together. Okay, great. Let's figure out together what the journey is what what happens when somebody joins the giveaway for this skincare brand that 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 subscriber to the jewelry brand had never interacted with before. Technically now by participating in the giveaway, that skincare brand has that new subscriber. However, that subscriber didn't like, they opted in because they opted into the giveaway, but they didn't go onto that website and choose, like put their email address in and like have a lot of, like you said, intent behind opting into that brand. So it's really important to have a very like careful and considered experience through email or SMS to those new subscribers when they come to you through a giveaway. And I think it's really important, whether it's two brands or six brands in a giveaway, that everybody comes together and talks through that experience for uh, because you're really borrowing each other's subscribers. And so whatever that skincare brand does or doesn't do reflects back on you as a brand, as the, this, the jewelry brand, right? So really important to think through that overarching customer experience. It's not just the giveaway, like giveaways grow your list like crazy, but the customer experience on the other side of it can actually ruin things. So you got to just got to think through it. Let's see, we spent some time in summer school talking about um, like influencers and the social media world and how we, um, you know, how we gather UGC and grow our, our brand that way. Do any of those have to do with growing our list as well? Yeah, I mean, I think social and influencers can be a huge piece of, of growing your email list for BFCM. So obviously on social, like without working with anyone else, you can work to turn your followers into subscribers. And this is like a pretty low lift thing, right? You can do it regularly leading up to BFCM. All it takes is creating like a super simple landing page and then sharing the link in your stories. And obviously you need like clever copy and um, an incredible offer for that to work for people to be like, yeah, I need to 
it always comes back to the offer, right? But that's something that's really low lift and, and you can do a bunch of times leading up to BFCM. Yeah. Social, uh, especially with like all the Lincoln bio stuff. Now you can have all the different links and you can have a dedicated email sign up link. So for your social teams who are worried about distracting from getting to the brand itself, that shouldn't be a problem. And you can also create an experience where they land on the email opt in and then they go to the brand page after that. So um, work with your brand teams to make sure that it's a nice experience for on the brand side, but also uh, you can create an owned audience from an otherwise unowned. Is that the word unowned or social? I think so, right? Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Works. It's the opposite of owned, yeah. right? Um <laughs> Okay, what about influencers? Yeah, so just like you would typically work with an influencer to promote deals, products, you can switch up the ask leading up to BFCM. So instead of like, hey, go go check out this product, use this code, take it a step further. And the CTA is like, here's this landing page, sign up for this list to get XYZ. So whatever that offer is, like the, the influencers that you're working with are pointing people to sign up for your list. So like, hey, this is one of my favorite products. They're doing something amazing for Black Friday. Go sign up. Yes. Influencers are, they're great for pointing directly to the product. And I think a lot of brands go that route, like, let's just get into the PDP. But if there's something that they can promote that helps get people onto the email list, that's a that's a win for everybody. 100%. We talked to Joanne at the very beginning of uh, summer school about quizzes and the incredible growth that Jones Road Beauty had by implementing a quiz. So I feel like if we are interested in quizzes, which are a great way to grow your email list, go back and listen to that episode with Joanne Coffey. Uh, she dives deep into how you can do the quiz, what levers to pull and what worked for them and see how that can apply to your brand. So we'll we'll let Joanne talk about quizzes. What about uh, referrals, like leveraging your existing customers? So the affiliate referral programs. Yeah. So I've seen this done really well by honestly, I think just one brand. So there's a brand called Artipope. They have like pretty pricey baby products, but they don't offer many discounts. So that's not an offer that they're promoting over and over and over again. It's not something where you're like, oh my God, I just bought this thing. And now they're offering an even higher discount. Like that's not going to happen with them. So they value referrals really highly. So the discount is meaningful. I think it's like $50 off your first purchase with them. And this is something that like a lot of my friends are, are having babies. Like this is how I actually purchased the product because my friend sent a referral code. Like I trust my friend, obviously. Like this is just a great way to, to build word of mouth and there's an incentive too. Yeah. And I think like leveraging your existing audience to grow your audience even further is again, one of those things that's like under leveraged. A lot of brands have a referral program, have an affiliate program, set it up, send them the link and that's really it. So you can take some time right now to engage those people who signed up to your program and talk them through the benefits and even give, giving them some copy that they can use and some resources that help them think about how they can share it with their audience. That that stuff goes a long way instead of just like hoping that they use their link. Okay, so we talked a little bit earlier, leveraging your email list to grow your SMS list and vice versa. You can do both. So you can email your uh, email subscribers and get them to sign up for SMS. I've seen um, Hexclad did this recently when they were dropping a new product. Hey, be the first to know about our new product drop by joining our SMS list. Um, and then they delivered on that. 
So we talked about that one. Last one I want to touch on because I think it's really important for a lot of brands these days have both an online presence and then they also have some kind of retail experience, whether it's their own store or they are inside of another retailer. So as wholesale or some other some other way that they're working with retailers and something we're doing it by heart that I think a lot of brands can do as well very easily is having a QR code on the product. So on the product or maybe on a display, depending on how you are set up, Um, but having a QR code where your retail shoppers can end up on your website and you can capture them as an email subscriber. You can give them additional information. You can help educate them, but there's just no way to stay in touch with a retail shopper unless you drive them to your email list or your SMS list. They could, it could be QR code straight to SMS. You could do a um, Texas number and we'll uh, send you a message back. And maybe it's a special number that so it identifies them as a retail shopper. And you can have like a special flow just for that. But those QR codes and text numbers are, are really important for that retail experience to create like a true omni-channel experience. I love that one. That is so cool. I can't wait to see what you guys do for that. <laughs> uh, Lauren, I know that um, pretty has tons of resources for BFCM. Um, Can you talk to us about a couple of them? Yeah. So honestly, everything that we're doing for BFCM lives in one place right now. So privy.com slash BFCM. We have a BFCM calendar with everything you should be doing leading up to BFCM. Um, A ton of swipe files. So examples for pop-ups, emails, texts, and way more to come there. So thank you so much for having me, Val. Thanks for being here. We love a ready-to-go calendar. Print it off, hang it by your desk, and BFCM this year is going to be one to remember for sure. Thanks for being here, Lauren. Thanks. All right, class, make sure you're subscribed to e-commerce marketing school and huge favor. If you hear an episode you love, please take two minutes to leave a review. With Privy, anyone can be a marketer. Simple, intuitive email and SMS marketing that drives real results without the complexity. And before I go, a special shout out to Triple Whale. E-commerce marketing school is now part of the Triple Whale podcast network. Triple Whale helps you easily manage and automate analytics, attribution, merchandising, forecasting, and more in the palm of your hand. Check them out by scheduling a demo today.